Welcome to Joiners, the podcast with Tim and Danny, where we browse the aisles of the hospitality library and check out every single book that we can. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Danny, what's new in your world? Uh, we reopened Slippery Slope last night. Slippery Slope. It's uh, It's been a long time. The beloved bar in Logan Square, late night dancing, DJs, ski ball, bottled cocktails. Is well, it, it going to be the same? No, it's, so no more bottled cocktails. We have transitioned to cocktails on draft uh, for a few reasons. Although, uh, funny little anecdote, one of the cocktails we put on uh, uses kiwi puree. Mm. Um, it's a tequila drink with... Blanco tequila, kiwi, coke americano, lime, and a little bit of salt as well. Delicious drink. However, the kiwi puree, uh, since it, it's you know real kiwi puree, basically uh, has black seeds in it, like kiwi seeds yeah. still in the puree. Um, so the first time I did it, I you know I batched the cocktail, put it in the keg, tapped it, whatever, and it would not pour because the lines are extremely narrow. The mm-hmm. tubes are very narrow, especially like coming straight from the, the corny keg from where the cocktail is as well. Anywho, so the kiwi seeds were blocking the line. So then I had to take it out of the keg, pour it out, and then I had to strain it a bunch of times. Are you, and did you make the puree? No, it, like, it, it comes from perfect puree. Okay. And so I had to strain it like infinite times. It was a, a whole ordeal. Um, so... It currently is working, um, but at some point we have to transition likely out of the kiwi puree or figure out a kiwi solution. Yeah, that so you're doesn't... faced with the decision of do we scrap this cocktail or make it way more labor-intensive and annoying for yeah. staff? Yeah, um, my business partner, Chris, had a good idea to put it on uh, in one of the frozen drink machines that we're going oh, to have cool. soon, so I think that, that makes sense to transition it there. Um, but it was a bummer just to have this drink that we really like. Um, kind of have some technical issues yeah so slope is open slope is back baby (laughs) back and we still have the ski ball still have the ski ball we still have the crazy dance floor still have the dance floor um matt roan is the thursday night resident dj now pretty cool um and then we have um johnny walker on friday nights then we have the uh, beverage or the dj (laughs) the dj johnny walker blue johnny walker blue baby uh from super friends um but yeah, so that's what's going on in my world. I'm a little bit tired. Very nice. Did yeah. did I catch you saying that you there's some salt in that cocktail? Yes, a little bit of salt. Oh well, yeah, good transition. <laughs> Something I learned. It turns out the secret to baking is having the proper amount of salt. Yeah. As we learned from this week's guest, Mindy Siegel. Yeah. From she, Mindy's Bakery and Mindy's Edibles. Yeah. It was great to have Mindy yeah. in the studio. Hilarious guest. Very, very fun, fun stories, great sense of humor. We had a very good time talking to her. Absolutely. So without further ado, here's our conversation with Mindy Siegel. How do you feel? I have COVID horse breath. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or COVID horse, not breath, but COVID horse Oh, like, did you get yeah, it? Yeah. You got it two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And was three that weeks fir- ago. was that, that your three f- weeks ago? Probably. No. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Was that your first time getting it? Yes. Okay. Yes. So you you had a good run. I had a very good run. I made it till this Memorial Day. Yeah. And uh, we had a dinner reservation, or we, it was at uh, uh, Julia Momase's place. Oh, at Oriole. Oh, at uh, no. Kamiko. Yeah. 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 We had a reservation at Kamiko, and I was like, man, I feel a little like allergic today. 
and I got tested, and sure enough, I had COVID. I knew I had COVID. <clears throat> yeah. I literally was like, I definitely have COVID. I couldn't breathe. Oh, man. Oh. Um, so you had, like, the telltale signs. I couldn't breathe, and I felt like fucking garbage. Wow. Can I swear? How, you yeah, can say fucking yeah, garbage. Yeah, felt like fucking garbage. I think that's the name of the podcast, isn't it? Fucking garbage. Fucking garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, that's the name of my bakery. <laughs> <laughs> fucking garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I keep reading it in our reviews on yeah, uh, yeah, Apple right. Podcasts. All the reviews. Um, <laughs> so how long were the bad symptoms lasting for? Just like a... Well, it was it, it was very strange. So yeah. I felt horrible on Friday and Saturday. Yeah. And then Sunday, I was fine. Hmm. Well, I felt better. Yeah. And then I wasn't fine on Monday. And then I lost my taste and smell. Oh, no. And that oh was gosh. weird. It's like, it's weird. It's not like you lose it entirely, but it is strange. Like stuff mm-hmm. tastes weird. Yeah. So I just kept eating just to see what I... So. Hindered. Like the miracle berry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did it come back all the way? It, or it, taste it, and smell? it hasn't fully come back 100%. It is weird. I will say wow. that. It's weird. So you just like kind of make recipes knowing that they're supposed to taste a certain way. I don't have to taste anything. I know exactly what I'm doing. Wow. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I'm you've made so stuff joking. so... No, but you're pretty experienced. Can you read yeah. a recipe and know how it's going to work yes. out? Like someone else's recipe? Yeah. And you're like, that's too sweet or no, too whatever. No, I just... I, I never follow recipes ever. I don't even follow mine. How does your staff make stuff? They follow recipes. Right. I have a chef, and he puts everything that writes everything down, converts everything. I don't follow any but recipe. But with you not following recipe, you still can make the same thing. Like it yes. still tastes consistent. Quality control. Yes. In fact, yeah. I'm very consistent. Wow. Yeah. I'm, and is that just from doing it for years? And I'm years? just. This is what I tell people. I'm really good at baking, but I suck at everything else. <laughs> I'm just a complete loser. Yeah, there's something to be said for I'm that. I'm a complete yeah. loser. Like, I can't do anything else, literally. But being. I can barely, like, get incredible. up in the morning. What I'm did you like, do before you baked? I've been baking since I was 12 years old. Awesome. I've never done anything else. Were you always very Life good? Or... Yeah. Like, even as a 12 year old? Were you yeah. following recipes at 12? No. Or were you... Wow. How did you Prodigy. even know how stuff kind of came together? I'll... I just like figured you... it out. Wow. Yeah, wow. I know it's weird. What was the first thing that you were baking? The first, the first recipe that I like sort of like reworked and did and tried to figure out was oatmeal raisin cookies. And then I realized that the reason why I didn't like oatmeal raisin cookies because I don't like oatmeal raisin cookies. So then I changed <laughs> it to oatmeal scotchies. So much better. What's a scotchy? An oatmeal scotchy is an oatmeal raisin cookie minus the raisin. Add butterscotch chips. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That sounds a lot better. It's so much better. My dad loves oatmeal. Actually, I don't know why. And I'll tell you how I switched it over. Yeah. Luke LaFiles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Worked for me forever. And he's from the South. And he's like, my mother used to. I can't even. My mother <laughs> used Where's to Luke make these oatmeal days? scotchy cookies. <laughs> so I made him oatmeal scotchy cookies. And they're great. So that's wow. how I. That's how it happened. And we, but we can't get them now. No, the I make them. I make them in the bakery. Oh. My staff doesn't make them like I make them, which is so frustrating. <laughs> so I'm always funny. like, these don't look right. Uh-huh. They're not right. Yeah, you're under baking them. You're over, you know. Well, yeah, what do you think it is? Just different mistakes? They just, nobody has the touch. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm touched. I'm touched by it. There's angel. a lot of su- nuance with wow. faking. I'm, 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 I, I say I'm touched, like specially touched, you know? Wow. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm being funny. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, Jay's like, I see. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sort of on the spectrum somewhere. Somewhere I'm on the, be on the spectrum. spectrum I mean, some, I'm on some spectrum. I don't know immense, what it is. Immense talent. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, I think I'm pretty talented, but I, She's you know. A baking savant. But it's been, you know, I, it's all I do. So I Could focus on my craft. Jump into any equipment, any oven calibration and still make stuff perfect. Mm hmm. You just yeah. can feel it. How out. closely are you? So watching I'm a things? very, very instinctual pastry chef. So let's back. Sounds like here. counterintuitive. No, I'll give you a backstory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm dyslexic. I can't numbers and words. Terrible. I can barely read. I literally can't. And like literally, if you're gonna talk to me and you're gonna say, okay, here's my cocktail that I'm known for. It's this, 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 and this. It would overwhelm me so much I would start sweating. You telling me what the recipe, it would just completely overwhelm me. So I just kind of have to be like left alone to like see and do and feel and smell. I use all my senses. So, um, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that is, how about what I, but how about what I cooked at Wanda Wega? Yeah, oh my God, incredible. the Bialis. I was just yeah. talking Wasn't about that fun? Huge. So fun. So much fun. Yeah. Such incredible And what food. about that steak? I mean, oh, oh my yeah. God. It was delicious. It's, it's it was, like, that was an eating like frenzy. Oh, it was the best. Can't wait for the next one. Yeah, that was L- so much fun. Do you know about Danny? Danny challenged himself to... Danny had a room in the bunkhouse, and he said, you know what? No, I'm going in a tent in the woods. Oh, and he really? slept yeah. like shit. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, but it was amazing. I mean, it was beautiful. Yeah. I did not sleep well. That is. Did you sleep true. on the ground? No, it was like on it's a, like cot? a cot. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, it was like a cot, but it's really just in a sleeping bag, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I want to do that. It was cool. I just, I mean, they looked so pretty. They're like these. Oh, you stayed tiny... in one of the teepees. Like, yeah, kind of exactly. Things. Like the thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. And the... Did you do it by yourself? Yeah. Were you scared? No, I wasn't scared. I just like. I think I romanticized what it would be like. <laughs> and then the actual sleep quality was... Lo- I think if I just put the sleeping bag on the floor, it would have been better. Because I was like, kind of in... Was, it was yeah, like a hammock. It was like a hammock. Yeah. Like a cot that's just a hammock. It wasn't like there's no pad It wasn't on like it. a pad on it. Yeah. Well, you need a pad. I know. Yeah, maybe that was the secret. That's what you need. Well, Mindy, <laughs> said, <laughs> Mindy goes, yeah, I'll go, but I'm staying in Hill House. Right, that's what I said. <laughs> you put, yeah, put that's, the chefs up in the nice... That's what I did. Yeah, I know. No, I literally did that i did the I room said, assignments I know. i'll go <laughs> but i'm gonna stay at the hill house yeah. that house was sweet that house is amazing i, I mean it. it's you know i mean i would have stayed at the other house the sycamore house wait but which I've, is which house i've stayed hill literally the black the one. one on the hill yeah but i'm friends with dave and Teresa, so like i've stayed everywhere wow. i've stayed in the main house i've stayed in the bunk houses i've stayed you know i've stayed everywhere it's such a cool place it's just it's it's magical. It really it is. is. It's I mean, that lake. It's like the loons. You know, you like you're literally on Golden Pond. Yeah. You know, it's really that great. Yeah. We're gonna have Teresa in here, I think, next week. Oh, she's so we'll just... get to see where the magic. I've know, never met happens. anyone. She is the magic, I think. Yeah, I've never met anyone quite like as insistent as she is on, like, her aesthetic. You know what I mean? Too. And her authenticity. <clears throat> totally. Correct. Right. And it's like so. I love talking, hanging out with her because yeah. she's relentless. You know, yeah. it's got to be the way that it is, and it's got to be on a storyboard. And yeah. you know, like when she was when she was doing that, like the little store that she has, mm-hmm. she was like 
wanted to have all these like sta- shelf stable food and stuff and so like i was sending her all this stuff we were like going back and forth it was so much fun yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's it's really a special place i don't know Teresa that well tim knows her a lot better than i do yeah um i, I guess well you'll get to know her when we interview her that's true yeah right yeah. she's great um i look forward to it so you kind of born with this talent Obviously, I mean, I get. I don't know what I was born with. <laughs> I only found out. I only found out that I had this talent because I am. Again, I'm on the spectrum somewhere for sure. I am because I, when I was younger, I got in trouble all the time because I was never where I was supposed to be. My mom would say, "You come home at a certain time," and I would never come home. And this like started when I was young. Were you intentionally not? I was home, like one of those or? children that the mother you you know when you were lived in your neighborhood and your mother opened up the back door and would go, "Mindy," out the back door. I you could always hear my mother going, "Mindy," screaming my name and because where was I just this? was never where I was supposed to be. And so I, as I got older, you know, I got grounded a lot. So, but they let me work and they let me cook. And they, my mom bought me a KitchenAid when I was really young. And did Where you have siblings? I have a brother who's pretty he's much similar? exactly like me. Okay, what, yeah. what does he do? But he's he's head smart. Uh-huh. He's the exact opposite of me. He's a child psychiatrist. Wow. And <laughs> and and a musician. Okay. That's cool. So I, my father was a musician. So we grew up in this like house where. You know, my brother played the piano all the time. My father had an upright bass. We went to go see jazz when I, you know, we would go to the jazz clubs when I was a little girl. They would just let me go. Where'd you you grow up? I grew up in, well, I grew up in Highland Park. Oh, okay. But we used to go to the city all the time. We used to go to all the jazz clubs. That's really So I just, I kind of grew up like very artsy. You know, we used to, we had the American songbook on the piano and like when we would have people over and we would all sing the American songbook. Huh. Toot, 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 you know, we would like sing all these songs. My brother would play the piano and we would sing and have a good time. So, were well, you going to Ravinia a lot too? I guess that's probably Would the you believe part. that I only went to Ravinia once and that was for my high school graduation? My college graduation was there. How weird is that? Uh-huh. Never went. But we would go to the city and go to clubs. And when yeah. I was a little girl, I met Count Basie. I mean, how cool is that? Wow. That's very so, cool. yeah. Do you. Have any interest to go to Ravinia now, or it's like? Huh? Do you have any interest in going to Ravinia now? I have been a couple oh, times. Okay, got you know, it. just you know. But just as a kid, you never went. Never went. How weird! It's so yeah. weird. Do yeah. you ever go back to Highland Park? I do. My sister lives in Highland Park. Okay, wait. So, so the brother who's just like you. What about the sister? The, well, she's my half sister. Okay. And she she has her own thing. She's cool. She's awesome. I mean, okay. I love my sister. Yeah. Yeah, we we look alike, so it's it's cool. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. So when you were making when you were baking from a young age, did you know that it was really good, or were other people tasting this stuff and being like, "Oh my god"? I knew that I, I I was like Teresa in the way that I was relentless to get it right and to be really good at what I do. So. And I'm still like that. And it's not, I'm not competitive because it's with myself, but it's um, that I have to do something and it has to be excellent. Like I have a very high pursuit of excellence. Yeah. And it's within me. It's not like with other people, but it's within me. And I work really hard at that. Is and it, that's, does it only pertain to baking? Yes. Wow. <laughs> 
That's so wild. Yes. And I wish it, I wish I had that in other aspects of my life, but unfortunately, I don't. <laughs> I, unfortunately, no. So did you ever have formal education for baking? I did. I went to culinary school. Well, I went to culinary school. Were you teaching them? No. No. I didn't even go for pastry. I oh, went for savory. It. I okay. went for, huh. like, I got my associate's degree in culinary arts. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was never really, like... No, I, 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 I didn't know that I wanted to go focus on pastry until I graduated, actually. Hmm. And, Even um, though you'd been doing it so part- well for so long? Yeah, I, you know, it, I, 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 I didn't really know what I wanted to do in the culinary industry. But then I, I, my first job out of culinary school was at Ambria. So I knew then that pastries was going to be for me. Yeah. So that yeah. was covered in the curriculum, though. Pastry. I did have did go through a pastry program, but I didn't feel like I excelled in any way in yeah. the pastry department. Um, because it was stuff that you weren't interested in making. Correct. Got correct. It. it wasn't in that. I wasn't interested way. in following a recipe. Put it that way. I was interested yeah. in creating the recipe. Very different. But on yeah. the savory side, you were like, well, maybe I have. Well, some stuff I to learned learn here. Yeah. like stocks and sauces and how to like you know break down a chicken and you know cook fish and yeah. you know kill something live and gut it, you know, like things like that. Like that's, to me, that's, was very interesting. Yeah. You know, and and learning about different cuisines and like that, that was interesting to me. And, you know, I, pastry, I, I I just, I've always sort of been self-taught in pastry and I don't know, I can't answer why I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, I kind of, and this is interesting because I think about this a lot. I kind of think like, as an art, I'm a, as it's like an art form for me, and my expression is textures, temperatures. But you know, now that I have the bakery, yeah, I do all the savory food. Like I do all the savory pastry, and I do like I take fats from animals and and laminate that into my doughs and stuff. Hmm. And so I and I could do all the cooking and, and, and that's me. That's my yeah. stuff. I don't really do any of the pastry anymore. Hmm. Wow. But you correct it, it sounds like. Well, I don't have to correct it because I've I have very talented people working in my kitchen and we've been working for a very long time together. Yeah. So they're all like doing their own thing. But I of course I, I see I have eyes in the back of my head. <laughs> <laughs> and are you but when you're at home do you ever bake anything or I bake like... nothing at home. Okay, got yeah. it. If I if I I do have people over at my house all the time. Um I I have sort of like the party house. Thanks for the um, invite. Yeah, no I have you should see my ba- I you have to come see my backyard because right, cool. I it's sick. I just redid my backyard. So I always have people over and cooking for people. Um and if I do dessert it's more like I take fruit and like poach it and serve it with something you know yeah like i don't really like bake you know is it because you don't want to flex on people or what no it's because i don't i bake all day long i don't really want you said you okay so you bake and do savory well i'm talking like i make like so i laminate brioche and i make all these different things with laminated brioche so i'm baking but just savory i'm not like scooping cookies and you know doing the production in the kitchen i'm actually creating stuff so i've never seen danny make a cocktail at home (laughs) i've actually recently started to make a few really yep i did thanks for the invite (laughs) but that's interesting so like yeah i never make drinks at home though for the most part. so what do you drink at home wine or yeah wine or like a straight spirit sometimes and i really don't drink that much at home 
Right. I mean, and that's funny because I drink straight spirits too. I don't drink cocktails anymore because yeah. they're I'm too old. I mean, you used to love a whiskey sour. I remember Me that. Me loved a whiskey sour, know, but then I, made I you many of them. many, but then and and I want to tell you a story about Scott Flo in one second because yeah. I cannot forget to tell you this. <laughs> but I but I don't like now. I've moved towards like I'll drink straight whiskey. Yeah. You know, because I a want to taste the spirit. Yeah. Or I just don't want the extra sugar. Yeah, you know, it's like a sugar is, thing for me, I yeah. think. Yeah, but I like tequila and mezcal. Oh, yeah. Ugh. But you don't need yeah. anything. with You just need a cube. Exactly. That's it. It's delicious. Yeah. So good. But I'll tell you the best Scofflaw story ever. Okay. <laughs> Honest to God. <laughs> I'm looking forward no, to no, your story. No, no. You, you, I, I think you were there that night, too. Okay, yeah. So it's had to be a long time ago. 2012. Yep. So first year. Okay. May 2012. Yep. I closed my restaurant. For two weeks to redo it during the James Beard Awards. So oh, I don't yeah. go to New York. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? I, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. So I don't go to New York. Yeah. I'm with my staff in the kitchen and we're cleaning the kitchen. Oh, getting I together. Yeah, I remember that. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I won. I got the award. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh my God, well, we have to go sell. Everyone had, we all have to go celebrate. We go to Scofflaw. Scofflaw's packed. And we're all doing shots and celebrating uh-huh. in Scofflaw in Chicago. It was very cool. Unbelievable. It was one of the best moments of my life. It's so cool. Well, that is cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, certainly we've established the talent, um, your talent, of course. The list of awards is too long to yeah. list. I was reading it when on your you, website. Yeah. When you win a Beard Award, let's say. Because you said a lot of it's internal, like you're kind of competing with yourself. Right. Does the external kind of validation, does it matter to you? I mean, obviously, it's sweet for a time. It sounds like you're obviously you're celebrating, but how much meaning does it have for you? Well, um, you know, I'm one of those gals that doesn't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In fact, I would rather not have any. See, I don't, I think the less you say, the better it is. Yeah. And I think that. You shouldn't say anything because your work should speak for itself. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, to me, because I'm also not only a, a, a chef or whatever I am, I also am a business owner. So the only thing that matters to me is if I can pay my bills, have a little money, and I, my staff is happy and they're yeah. successful. So that's success to me. It's not awards and accolades. I don't, I don't care. I really don't. And I know that like... I don't even know if it is like this anymore, but like chefs are just absolutely obsessed, obsessed with like getting recognition and the James Beard Award and the like, the the Michelin star, the Michelin recognition. It's like, really, yeah, really, really. That's what you're focusing on. Yeah. Or should I, you focus on the patrons that come into your dining room that sit and eat your food? Yeah. yeah. And pay the bills. It's a good perspective. Because I got to yeah. tell you, Michelin ain't going to pay the bills. And it's... neither is James Beard because he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joiner's podcast is brought to you by Party Can. Party Can is a premium batched, large format, full flavored cocktail that uses high end liquor, real juice, real ingredients. It's all natural gluten-free it's 12 drinks in a single can and guess what that can actually floats you can take it to the beach the pool on the boat camping hiking to the game everywhere you go 
It is recyclable and reusable. It's a party in a can and everyone's invited. Party Can is available at multiple retailers around Chicago, around the country, and you can always go to drinkpartycan.com to find a local store or have one shipped to you or a friend. And now, back to our interview. So when you were working in fine dining restaurants, is that kind of the vibe you got? Was people were hyper-focused on the accolades and... Um, well, when I, well, when I was younger (laughs) and I was coming up, I mean, I, 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 you know, I, when I was like working in fine dining restaurants and stuff, we didn't really give a shit about that. Mm -hmm. But then, in fact, the first time I was nominated for a beard award, I didn't even know I was nominated. Someone had to tell me (laughs) because I didn't even know that much about it. They didn't so, reach out. They just, um, or you just did. They probably expected they you to watch. Somebody it. told me about it, and I was shocked. I was like, "What?" <laughs> but I, but then, and I had to like really kind of like look into it. Um, so you know, it, the, I just, I always. So at that point, moving forward, all the people that care about that stuff, and like. I, it's like, you know, what Anthony Bourdain used to call it. It's like a goat rodeo. It's like so dumb. I mean, if you've been to any of those, yeah, those awards one. are so dumb. They're yeah. so dumb. I could never stomach going to any <laughs> of them anymore. I'm going to be honest. Like being in a room full of chefs yeah. gives me like, I get, I can't, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Like yeah. I'm done. Just listing ingredients at you. Well, no, the they're just all act. They just, the way that these they act and you know what i'm talking about it's just like if you go yeah, posturing it's just mm-hmm. like when you go to like tales of the cocktail or yeah. something like it's just like yeah, yeah it's I like you are like all like you're all douchebags yeah, you're like yeah. all douchebags like i just want to go home <laughs> and be with my family and it, be with my dogs like leave me alone. I, I think it's also like to defend like all of us for a second um well we all have egos yeah we all have egos but i think that I very much agree with you. When you put people in that setting, it kind of like exaggerates or emphasizes parts of our personalities in like a not a great way no. because everyone's yeah. sizing each other up. Yes. It's like the egos. Yeah. It's, it's just like really, a weird environment. It's, it's so not weird. how the people necessarily normally are, but it's like putting them in that setting yeah. brings that out. And it, it does feel strange. It's so weird. And I just can't do it. Not to mention the the boredom of sitting through those, those award awards. Shows. Oh, God, they're awful. <laughs> yeah. They're so bad. Yeah, it's it's a long one. And now I feel like where credit should have been all over the board, now it's like... Yeah, focus into one. Yeah. And it's just... It's like maybe we just shouldn't have these anymore. Yeah, I get. What and you're, and again, they're fundraisers, mm-hmm. so don't yeah. forget that they're here. They're to raise money. Yeah, they just happen to be giving accolades to some. It's just. What was the first? Where were you when the first nomination came? Like, where were you working? I was at Hot Chocolate. Oh, so your own place. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and how did Hot Chocolate come to be? My restaurant. Yeah. Um. Well, I had been working at MK. Mm-hmm. I opened MK, and I had been there for like six years. And I had always, in the back of my mind, ever since I was a little girl, I wanted to have a bakery. And when I started, like, you know, when you just start fantasizing about your own place or your own whatever it is, and yeah. out, whatever it can be, um, and you're fantasizing about it more than you're actually doing something else, then you know that maybe it's something that you need to do. 
And um, so I, I had been driving down Damon and I kept seeing that space and it was available and it was available and it was, I'm like, that would be like a perfect place for what I want to do. Did you know you wanted to be in Wicker Park? Um, well, I lived in Bucktown. It's Buck, So Bucktown. I wanted to be in, I think I wanted to be on Damon Avenue. I, I, I just, I, it was so long ago, I, I don't remember everything, but um, I knew that I wanted to own something and I didn't think that I was ready to own a bakery because I don't, didn't, had never really worked in bakeries. I only had worked in restaurant, restaurants. So I thought, oh, well, I'll open a dessert focused restaurant and, um, did some research and talked to some people and that's how hot chocolate came about. But I never thought that hot chocolate would be a restaurant. So I always thought it would be like a dessert place, but it just happened to become a restaurant only because I had some great chefs working for me. Yeah. So I mean, it's delicious. It yeah. was, it All was, around. but I hated it from the day I opened it. And I'll be very <laughs> honest with you from Why? the day I opened it. I was like, what? Why did oh, you hate it so much? I do. <laughs> well, I mean, what do I know about, bartenders and a bar program and host staff and training and all that stuff. Like it just felt overwhelming, you mean? It was very overwhelming. Because at the time that I opened Hot Chocolate, I was one of the only chef-driven restaurants in the city. Hmm. There weren't that many. Yeah. And because I opened it up in, in a different time, 2005. So it was different. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we opened and we were busy. And then we weren't busy. And that was weird. And that's like, you know, it hurts your ego. It hurts your your person, you yeah. know, your person. That area of Damon has changed a lot yeah, it since has. 2005. Yes. I would there was nothing there. Right. But, you know. You know, and then, you know, you you have you know, a couple nervous breakdowns and then you try to figure <laughs> out what you're going to do and where you're going to go and what you're going to do and then I always knew I wanted to open a bakery, so. Yeah. Um, I mean, when was like the first break that you took from hot chocolate? What do you mean? Maybe while it was open, you took. I did take. How'd you know? I, I read. Did you just guess? No, no. I mean, well, oh. I've read like other stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, know, I yeah. so so three years in to um, owning the restaurant, I had a really awful chef, and I hated him. He was awful, and in many ways. Yeah. And um, he it was freaking me out. And I I I literally thought to myself, what did I do? All these people are dependent on me. They have to pay their rent. They have children. Yeah. People are depending on me. My parents are working for me. Like, what did I do? And I sort of had like this like freak out moment. Yeah. And I started having a lot of panic attacks. So I went to Marival for a week. They have like a stress management program. And yeah. I did that. And it was really great. It didn't, I didn't, it, that was like one that I was, you know, like I was in my forties, I think. So did you learn skills for managing stress? I did, but it didn't help me. No. You know, I don't think I I don't really think I've come into my own until like two years ago, three years ago. What I mean I've you, really just in terms of like I've really evolved heavily. Hmm. And what do you attribute that evolution to? Just time? Um, I think a lot of it is getting older. Yeah. Um, A, getting a divorce. B um, going into the, um, the cannabis industry helped me a lot. Um, you know, having some freedom to think about what it is and the kind of person I want to actually become yeah. for the rest of my life, you know? And, uh, yeah, so I, I've really, um, I've really evolved. 
That's, that's cool. Great. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Really to, spiritual. To say. Like, yeah, super cool. spiritual, super thoughtful, super. I feel like, you know, I and this is true because I know I'm older than both of you. But like, as you get older, the whole idea is as you get older, you're supposed to get wiser. And if you don't get wiser and you don't learn from all the life lessons that you've been that have been thrown at you, because that's what life is. Every like everything is a lesson. Everything is a step to get to the higher level. And it's like if you don't understand that about your life, then you're missing out on that growth and that like sort of like calm happiness and like peace with mm -hmm. yourself. Peace. Yeah. And um, I've done that. Like I, I over the pandemic, I heavily made peace with myself. Yeah, I and, think it was great for that. Yeah, people had time to slow mm -hmm. down. Like. I, I know it was very hard for a lot of people, but I like I enjoyed slowing down and kind of focusing on one thing at a time. Yeah. And revisiting things that I hadn't done in a long time. Yeah. Very yeah. pretty therapeutic. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. And I think that it's funny because it's like life has a funny way, no matter what, good or bad, slapping you in the face. Yeah, you're gonna learn that lesson the hard way. You're gonna learn it <laughs> one way or the other, or you're gonna go back and do it again. So right. you just figure yeah. it out. That's something that I've realized recently is that like just because somebody's older does not imply wisdom. No. It could just be like a dumb kid who's just aged. <laughs> well, <laughs> that would be the sad thing is what I'm yeah, trying to say. It's right. like a sad thing. Like you should take advantage of your age and your experiences and grow. Yeah. So because, yeah, I mean, like peace, being at peace with yourself is the, the most beautiful thing on the planet. Now, mm -hmm. is it something that you, like now... Do you consciously try to, you know, be like spiritual every single day? Like, well, I'm pretty spiritual, but um, that's kind of gross. But um, no, <laughs> how I'm, does it manifest? I, 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, you don't describe it. That I think way necessarily. when when you when you do the work, I guess, and you do the mm -hmm. reconciling with your your inventory, mm -hmm. you, um, you, you don't have to try at anything. Yeah. Cause you just are. Love yeah. It. When right. you, when you're only, right? when you're trying to be nothing yeah. other than yourself. I, I was talking about this with Shannon a couple nights ago. Yeah. Where like, I was talking about how I'm, I'm just, I'm not trying to impress anybody like I might right. have been when I was younger. I'm just really just doing my own thing and being myself. And that's kind of what I attribute my happiness to. hundred percent. Yeah. And I bet people. <laughs> Sorry, right, yeah. My, that's my accountant. You can answer. It's my accountant. I wonder what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> Something spiritual. Um, we made a mistake. <laughs> you owe a million more dollars. <laughs> I need the check tomorrow. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I I think that's having peace with yourself. Totally. Yeah. And I think people enjoy that and they can sense that from you and they can feel your energy and your energy changes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you, to go back into like the bakery now, yeah. I mean, how does running this business compare to like running hot chocolate? I mean, it's like a night and day, two so, different, two different beasts. I were, mean, it's what, like unbelievable. What were some of the issues at hot chocolate beyond this chef that you well, I was a, didn't like? I was a moron. I was a moron. I was wound up. I was a mess. I was immature. I was not at peace with myself. I didn't understand what spirituality was. I didn't understand what 
um, being a leader was at all, yeah. at all. And I think that's what's wrong with our industry is that no one really knows how to be a leader and to actually say what you mean and mean what you say and actually do it. And um, and we all know that there are a lot of horrible people in this industry. And it's yeah. like that, you know, it, you know, I mean, it, it, it just it's awful. But I, you know, I, I just was not a good person. And I it wasn't that I wasn't a good person. I was just very immature. Yeah. And what do you think the attributes are that one needs to lead properly today? Like that maybe. Oh, man. Okay. So I think um, I really didn't think about this question. So I'm going to try really hard to be very profound when I say what I'm about to say. <laughs> I but um, I, I think a, a good leader is somebody who, A, first and foremost, leads by example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is present. And I think that's extremely important. Um, I also think that a good leader is someone that knows how to listen. Say little. Yeah. Do more. I mean, it helps that your team knows that you are capable of the execution of all the stuff. Well, I, I work in the kitchen with everybody. Yeah. I do production every day. So I'm there. Yeah. Leading by example. I mean, I, I, but I was at hot chocolate all the yeah, time. Yeah. I was going to say you oh. were. Yeah. Well, I've never been known to not be a hard worker, but <laughs> you know, but I, um, I used to be an asshole. Yeah. I used to be condescending and I used to be rude and. I, I would slightly say that I was abusive. Yeah. But I wasn't an asshole. Does that that's different? Yeah. Like I was more meticulous. I was meticulous. Yeah. But I wasn't an asshole. I wasn't like I was an asshole, but I wasn't. I don't know what I just said. I for, totally forgot what I just said. But you know, no, I you weren't yeah. mean about it. You know, I mean, you hear these stories about some of these chefs that just do like, I mean, Hurdle, I've heard stories yeah. recently about chefs and what they used to do, and I'm just like, I would have never done that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm sure I did was close. Yeah, a lot came to light. I think in the past couple of years. Yeah, but like we had we had Sue on from Adelina in here, and he worked at Grace under Curtis Duffy, and we we're like, he's like, man, the staff, like everybody was in line, everybody was doing the right thing, and I'm like, what was the secret? Like, what what was Curtis doing? He's like, honestly, I don't know. I think he was just leading by example. He just worked really hard, and and people saw that, and they wanted to follow suit. So yeah, yeah he didn't talk about like he wasn't Curtis. like a dictator. Yeah, he wasn't like very. Uh, animated or anything he just was like according to to sue just well that's great yeah yeah i mean when we opened scofflaw i feel like and perhaps you can uh identify with this but there's so much pressure in your first place yeah and i feel like the stakes were so high and it was just so hard for me to like not feel tightly wound 100 percent of the time yes and if i saw something that wasn't being done properly and again this is a smaller scale because it's cocktails it's not like no it's the same thing though but similar yeah um you just like, and I just would like lose it. Right. And I just, and it, I had no, it was almost like out of body. I would just, it was so reactionary. I wasn't like consciously like, I'm going to have this interaction with the person. It's like it was a immediate, nerve yes. would be touched yes. and I would just like do something. Yes. And I think I just, uh, I came across probably awful, not great. Yeah. And oh, no. you know, some of them were like close enough where they could tell you, tell me, um, which was obviously helpful and my partners could see some stuff as well i don't think it ever got i mean who well, knows? i've never heard that yeah it you. never got to like a crazy level I'm, but also yeah like the first two or three years of scoffle i have like so few memories because that was my whole life right and so i feel like how i'm dealing with it today is i'm just 
like that's a hard way for me to lead being there all the time because I, I know I'm capable of doing it, but it's just not necessarily the best for the team. Yeah. So just, you know, to each yeah. his own, I guess. Of course. Um, of course. I also think you, the, a great leader doesn't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. Like I, I was sweating mm-hmm. all the small me stuff. Me too. I, everything, I just, like, really? Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I also went on medication. That yeah. really helped. That helps too. Yeah. yeah. Huge. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. One so, night, I just remember um, I was, like, frustrated about something. And I, for some reason, I think I had a peeled orange. And I think I had peeled citrus from the main bar, like, that we were taking swaths off of or something. And I was, like, very angry. And I came downstairs. And I wasn't thinking, of course. So I get to the bottom of the stairs and maybe, like, 10 feet from a wall and I take one of these peeled oranges and I throw it against the wall as hard as I can. And obviously it explodes everywhere. Like I wasn't thinking it through. And then I was right. like cleaning that up for the next 10 minutes. Yeah. Which is a yeah, nice reality give you time check. to cool down when you're yeah. cleaning up the mess you yeah. made. Yeah. But isn't it funny that yeah. we could laugh at ourselves? Yeah. I mean, I just like, don't man. put myself in those. Like, I feel like you have perhaps evolved more than I have because I I just don't put myself in those situations anymore. I don't yeah. know that I'm capable of being in them. Correct. You well, know. know your strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, I think that's... Why is my phone going on? Oh, <laughs> You're my. too popular. Okay. Sorry. It's all good. I'm just... Uh... Okay, great. Yeah. Um, so how do you practice your spirituality? Are you doing transcendental meditation? Are you just slowing down? What? What's... Um, I am... I, I think a lot, so maybe that is meditation. Um, yeah. And I... Um, I just live a very good life. Like I live a very clean, honest life. Yeah. I'm not saying free of drugs, but I do live mm-hmm. a clean life. Well, no, I mean, that's part of your yeah. career. So- no, I mean, I, 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 um, am very honest and true and I am very, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I just, it's, it's just a part of my life. I, yeah. and I, I've always been spiritual. Even when I was a little girl, I was spiritual. So, um, it's, I, I just, it's, I'm just more like that now. I mean, it's, it's odd, but it is who I am. So, yeah. and I've accepted me. So at what, at what point did you discover cannabis? Oh, young. Yeah. yeah like, uh, <laughs> like, uh, about when I was eighth grade. Okay. Eighth grade. Yeah. Well, I have an, I had an, I have an older brother. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's the catalyst. Yeah. Um, in and out of my life for years. Mm-hmm. So it's not always in my life, but, um, well, now it's always in my life. Yeah. And is that a form of stress management or how do you use yes. cannabis now? Yeah. Well, I, I have an overactive brain. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's always calm. Like when I come home, it's something that I really enjoy doing because yeah. I can calm my brain down and not think about things as much and let things fester in my brain. It's more... What Could is be going on? <laughs> yeah, it's it's more of like um, an opportunity for me to introspectively think about the day. Like I, m- cannabis is I I, it's good for my brain. Is yeah. what I'm trying to say. I don't. I can have a thought. Does that make sense? And yeah. think about the thought as opposed to being scattered. Right. You know, you're able to slow things down to yeah. actually analyze a thought. Yeah. Where you don't have another thought pushing that one out exactly yeah and that's good for me and i honestly like 
divorce has really helped me yeah know who i am big yeah. time what specific kind of cannabis are we talking about do you change up like um well i yeah, i'm I an indica girl i'm a huge <laughs> i'm a huge indica girl okay so. okay so what how does much, that mean how much for truth someone? is there? So indica, they say they say indica into couch. It's gonna it's gonna yeah. slow you down. Sativa, on the other hand, is gonna sativa. Be more like of a if stimulant. I if I smoke a straight sativa, mm-hmm. um, I'm like I'm very anxious and okay. um, scattered and can't can't focus. So I know that other people have different. Everyone is different. Mm-hmm. So like I like I like indica strains for me, um, but I. Yeah, I I also I partake in edibles too, obviously. Yeah, I mean you have your own line. Do you have a right? favorite brand yeah. that you like to eat? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, I like my brand yeah, a lot. I do. I like your brand. I do too. like my brand, but my brand is not what I eat. No. No. Hmm. No. What do you? What um, do you eat? I well, I I like I particularly you're sick of your own brand. Or no, what? I particularly like edibles. Well, I, okay, I don't eat edibles like. I eat edibles at night, so like I like edibles that have CBN, which is the cannabinoid that makes you tired. Okay. Um, CBN, I've not heard of that. Yeah, it's a cannabinoid, just like oh. CBD and THC. So Interesting. All, okay. Yeah. Um, so that I like that. So that's what I do. But I I like, you know, I'm I like to I like to smoke joints. So the, the, that's my thing. Yeah. I'm a joint smoker, and, and I like always I indica. Like, I like hybrids too, and I also like. Um, I like strong, so like I, I, I mean I'm, I'm unusual. So like, <laughs> I, like I like I like things that are infused and you know, dipped in keef and all that kind of stuff. You yeah. know, like I like the fun stuff. Yeah, sure. This podcast is brought to you by Geneva. Danny, what is Geneva? Well, Tim, I'm glad you asked. Geneva is a European spirit with a wide range of flavors and lots of personality. It always uses malt spirit and juniper and other botanicals, so some would place it somewhere between gin and whiskey. It can be floral and bright like gin or round and malty like whiskey. Whatever your preference, there's a Geneva out there for you. Even me? Even you, Tim. This campaign is financed with aid from the European Union. Now yeah. Danny's a little bit averse to cannabis because he's had maybe some bad some experiences. Anxi- anx- yeah, anxiety. I'm also yeah, I'm pretty anxious person. I, I can tell. Yeah, pretty. pretty so what, what do you? Pres- I know your last name. <laughs> <laughs> I could only say that because I know my last name too. I was thinking it, but I could not say it. (laughs) Well, Um, I can say it. Yeah, Yeah, Tim Kanye West over there. (laughs) Hey, careful. Wow. Um, Way too soon, Danny. Yeah. Uh, So, what do you prescribe for a guy like Danny who uh, I I feel that he could benefit from the use of cannabis, but I. I think that what you can benefit from way more than anything is psilocybin. So what's that all go. about? Microdosing. Oh, oh, microdosing, yes. Have you? I have not. The best. This I agree. talks about it. The I best. Think, it's the best. The best. I think, I think mushrooms will... Robbie, the Ron, best. Ronnie Kaplan said it. Mushrooms are going to save the world. They're going to say... <laughs> I so... I'm like literally like I think that every horrible person in this world should microdose and they would it would change... 
the way that they think. I think there should be, this is, I'm not joking, this is what I think. I think there should be an experiment. And I think that, um, that um, like, people that are, like, white supremacists, like, people that are in hate groups, mm-hmm. yeah. they should be given, there should be a study, and they should be given psilocybin as therapy, and I bet you they will not be hate in a hate group anymore. I agree 100%. Don't you agree with me? I agree. And, I, and how often are like we the, talking like about the, doing this? The scary political climate that we kind of climbed out of, that's all I kept thinking was like, People need to get outside of their minds a little bit. Open and up I'm their not, mind. I'm not talking like... Open up their mind. I'm not talking like trip your balls off. No. But like just enough to be like, there is another perspective. I am not the center of the world. Right, right. <laughs> I am part of something bigger. I agree with you yeah. 100%. It's a very humbling experience. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I I mean, I'm really into microdosing. So how often should a, a Danny well, do this? Well, you should do it once and try it, but you, you won't know that you're microdosing. That's the only thing. So you have to do yeah, microdose plus. Feel it. You have to do microdose plus, but you can do it in pill form. Yeah, I'm pretty sensitive, so. Uh, well, okay, you can. Micro- yeah, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, I want to hold you like a baby. <laughs> no, but I, I, you should, you should try it. Yeah. I'll be more than happy to administer that for you if you want. Very right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mindy we'll, house we'll, party. Yeah. And we will definitely do it in the studio. Yeah. No. No. It's, no actually, <laughs> setting is everything. Like you won't even know. Like you could yeah. do it in the morning, like on a Monday. You wouldn't even know. Yeah. Reply yeah. all had an episode where they were they were microdosing LSD, but he, that that's mm-hmm. different. But he he did it and like did it for a month to see if his co-host could could tell a difference, and it, it was all like positive feedback, and yeah. then like debunked it at the end of the end of the episode. It was kind of an interesting. Experiment. I know it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. The last time I was, you know, smoking weed and all that stuff, it was there weren't like different. No one knew like different strains and what they did or meant or anything. It was just well, yeah. I think that's one got. of the well, positives the, with the legalization. I mean, of marijuana is that people know proper dosage. Like you're not eating when you're you're not eating a brownie from your neighbor that's gonna knock you on your ass. Like you know the yeah. amount of THC yeah, yeah. I, everything's yeah, regulated. Yeah, but I do like to smoke people. Like I, you know, if I'm gonna go to you know like somebody who's a farmer like in michigan and they have their homegrown stuff i'm definitely smoking it but i would never smoke a joint from someone i don't know yeah ever. in case it was like laced with something you mean yes, or, got yes. It. safety concern yeah I, I i i prefer to smoke joints that i buy yeah yeah pre-rolls pre-rolls, pre-rolls. It's a different do you have world a favorite out there. pre-roll brand i do but well i have two um one is from michigan so i i and i know they're being sued right now but jeter's I Why love the Jeters. Jeters yeah, they're Derek, being sued because Derek people. Science, I think so. Right? I'm not 100 percent sure, but they uh, they're they're from California, but they sell them in in Michigan, and I love them. How come I they get, don't sell them here? They, because their brand's not being oh, sold. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that that's another thing. Like starting your own cannabis brand, you have to learn all the regulatory stuff because well, each I state don't. is di- well. I guess Cresco <laughs> I does. Yeah. yeah, I partnered with a very. You know, a very good company. Yeah, how did that come about? Did you pitch yourself to them or did no, they find you? They found me. Oh, wow. like, they the came to me. The world? I heard, I heard well, I knew, time. no, I knew my my lawyer called me and was like, I just want you to know that they're going to pass, Illinois is going to be passed for medical marijuana and you need to get in on this because this is your jam. This is yeah. like something that you would do. And I was like, yeah, you know, you're right. And I got, I got approached by a couple people. And um, I, they cold called me and hmm. I started meeting, you know, I just, 
it just happened. It was it's very been a while organic. Now, right? Yeah, it's um, yeah, a long time. So what what put Cresco at the front of that list? I you know they 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 well they were a very small company at the time. I mm-hmm. think there were like five employees. I mean wow, they wow. were they hadn't even no, they the had biggest. they haven't even they hadn't even like put seed in the in like the greenhouse. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or um, but um, you know I just I. I just thought that they would be a good company for me. That we sort of like shared in the same like core belief, and you know, they really allowed me to create the brand, um, the products, and and the recipes and everything. And they still do. So um, it's just a bigger company, and there's more. Like I work with a food scientist now. And how many different products do you have with them? Um, well, I have the gummies, and I don't know. I've got like a lot of flavors. With okay, them. cool. Um, I have. Well, you know. Do you know? I mean, I know that. No, you've Dan, we've done already this established part, yeah. Danny's a narc. Yeah. I okay. know. Yeah. Well, I have like I have like <laughs> no, five or six it. flavors yeah. of gummies, but they're 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 chef based, and they're made from dissolute, so they have they have no terpenes, they have no taste. Yeah. So they're delicious. Okay. And they're very flavor forward, so they're almost like you're eating just a, a great delicious gummy. Well, and they're the... very in like they're complicated flavors. So there's like clementine orange, and the clementine orange has we we take you on a flavor journey, and then there's like kiwi lime, and there's a whole thing about the kiwi lime, and there's yeah. like poached cherry, and cool. There's like it's like they're really intense, super intense. So what's the recommended dosage? Well. They're microdosed, so they're perfect for you. So Love they it. come in five milligrams or two milligrams. Nice. So they're perfect. And then I have chocolates. I have brittles. Okay. They're not like chocolates. They're brittles. They're crunchy okay. and they're great. And That's they very cool. and they're ten milligram pieces, so you could just like cut off and Tim, eat. Tim, have half. you tried all this stuff? Uh, yeah, I actually did one of the trainings with you, the video Zoom thing with. Uh, it was maybe like a year ago. Oh maybe? yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, on, I was on one of those calls. It was with uh, I think Paul Octavius was like yeah. the. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, did you MC go to that party that we had at Hot Chocolate? No, I wasn't that was, there. That was super. It was good. Yeah, it was fun. It was like a for you know, influ- I guess influence. I don't even yeah. know. Yeah, just for I, I didn't make that list. That was a fun. That was a fun party. No, so, Paul Octavius is great. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. So, are you continuing to develop new products with them? I have. They haven't come out yet, but I have. Oh, cool. And then hopefully more in the future. Wow. Who knows? I and mean, you can do it from here and just kind of send it to the food side. So like, we how how we ideate at Cresco is pretty cool for me. I mean, so um, we. Um, you know they'll they'll tell me that they're looking for something and and then I'll like literally write down like 10 or 15 different flavors and then they'll make I'll like invite everybody to a table and I will literally make dessert of why I want this flavor to be that flavor and I'll make them something and I'll tell the story and sort of state my case for the flavor and then you know, they all write down notes and they eat it and they get in, you know, they understand and, and then they go to the kitchen, the test kitchen, and they make all these different ones. And then we have a grand tasting of the product. And then we dwindle it down to like five different flavors. And then we start tweaking them. Wow. Are those flavors, since there's no flavor in the and um, we're QC talking like way before, way before there's cannabis. Yeah, 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 actual right. dessert, yeah. just developing yeah. a gummy at that point. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like a hard sweet, or like yeah. a like a 
um, like a fruit shoe. That's the ones that are coming out. Cool. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Sounds very it's cool. It's so cool. Yeah. So w- what are some do's and don'ts for edible cannabis? Like ed- edible consumption? Yeah. How do you avoid a, a bad... A bad trip? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, first and foremost, buy your edible at a dispensary. Yeah. Because they're regulated. That's mm-hmm. number one. They have to be tested. So that's for sure. Um, the other one is to, you know, if you've never... So the 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 like legal dosage for one is 10 milligrams. So... I mean, if you've never eaten an edible before, I wouldn't eat 10 milligrams. I'd eat five or two and a half, you know? Mm-hmm. So you take it and you break it off or whatever, portion it, and try it that, that And way. how long should you wait? You should wait the entire evening. Yeah. and <laughs> That's a common mistake, I yeah. find, is that people are like, I don't feel anything. Let's oh, do Oh, I've done more. it before. Yeah. So I had a friend, um, and he would bring me all his shake and literally shake in a Tupperware container. And... And um, I would like, he would say to me, so what I want you to do is I want you to say what you would do with this shake for yourself and then subtract it in like Mm -hmm. by a quarter. And that's what I want. And so I would like make really strong edibles for him. And then I would taste them because I wanted to see, I could tell him how strong they were, you know, by me. Using yourself as a guinea pig. Yeah. And um, I ate, well, the one time that I was making him these cookies, I ate one of the cookie and I waited like an hour and nothing happened. (laughs) So I ate another one. And I literally, my face was melting. I was, I've never been, I've never been that, I've never been that more fucked up in my life. (laughs) Why do you think it took more than an hour for the first time? I don't know. I mean, who knows? I mean, it could be that I had a lot of food in my system. How you you metabolize things. Like my my cousin. I have a slow metabolism. That's for sure. Hmm. My cousin's a snowboard instructor and he he does like high end, like private tours and stuff. And he said he took an edible one time and, um, and it, like didn't kick in and then he had to like take a tour out and he said that he ate something right before they went skiing and like because he had the food in his stomach it started to metabolize and he said that's what that's what triggered the um the edible and then he was just kind of like wasted pretty goofed up on the slopes (laughs) yeah and then you like have to like talk yourself down yeah so that's another question is there a way to I, i remember hearing that neil young said Chewing pepper is a good way to come down if you find yourself too high. Is there an antidote to cannabis? I mean, I, th- I mean, they they say that there are, but I mean, time mentally, you know, it's hard to you know change your mind. Yeah. So you have to change your mind. You have to know how to change your mind and know that like you got to take a deep breath and you got to like just realize that it's just gonna. It you you know there is sort of like a beginning, middle, and end to eating edibles. So mm-hmm. like you're gonna eat an edible and then you're gonna climb up the ladder and then there's gonna be the a point in which you're at the top of the ladder, but you're not gonna be at the top of the ladder forever. So you're gonna come down. So if you know you're gonna come down, you just have to ride it through. Yeah, just that's the scary part just for me trust. for my younger days. To know you will return to normal. Yeah. you're gonna return just, to yeah, normal. Yeah, you freak out and you're like, I'm gonna be like this forever. And then you have a panic attack. <laughs> yeah, and then you so. don't realize that you're like you're gonna. That's when you start to come down. Yeah, is when you start realizing that you're super fucked up. This episode of Joiners is brought to you by Stock Manufacturing, makers of fine hospitality workwear. 
You obsess over the details in your space, so why stop at your staff's uniforms? Stock has something for every aesthetic. From fine dining to a corner cafe, they've got you covered. Choose from in-stock ready-to-wear options or design the perfect custom uniform for your team. For more information, visit stockmfgco.com. Should we get to the gratuity round, Tim? Let's move on to the gratuity round. What's that? It's a little special oh, lightning round out. where we ask a bunch of... You know, you can okay. be as slow as you want. It doesn't okay, really fine. matter. Nervous. It's very no. low risk. You'll like it. First question. What's your death row meal? Um, wow. Um, I, well, it would either be, um, ribs. That's mm. mine. Oh, wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Ribs. You're the first one to say it. Yeah. Lox and bagels. Okay. For sure. Took me a long time to um, get into lox. Fried chicken. Okay. And where are these coming from? Is this all one meal? What do you mean? Like where, whose ribs? I mean, I, so many places. Okay. I'm not going to get it. I know Danny's are probably from smoke. I mean, if it's here, yeah. Yeah. The problem with ribs, though, when you say that to someone is that, I don't know if everyone feels the same way, but when you love a food, it just means that you often don't eat that food because if they're not at the level that you love, it's like such a massive disappointment. Yeah. yeah. Like you get so picky about it. Well, I like dry ribs. Yeah. I don't love saucy ribs. Yeah. Same. So it's like I have a certain criteria for yeah, a rib. But exactly. I mean, it's, I mean, I like Carson's ribs. Yeah. Which is embarrassing. Yeah. That, no, the, ba- yeah, the baked. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's a. Like, with a baked potato i yeah. mean it's just it's no i think gross. those are good too yeah. now on the topic of the lox and bagel as a someone from highland park do you have a favorite jewish deli in the area well there are no jewish delis well kaufman's really. but kaufman's yeah. bagels are not good. they're not good i mean well, i make yeah. the best bagels. I, I, and i love kaufman's. you do make the best yeah bagels. I, yeah I, well, you don't like new york bagel and Bialy? i mean it's okay hmm. i'm not a lover of a new york bagel okay it's got so it. bready and got big it. okay that's not my favorite. So who are your bagels modeled after? Like what, uh, like a mantra, you know? A... I mean, they're sort of just... Mindy style? Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. What's your favorite hidden gem restaurant? Mm. That's a tough one. Um, what are some of your favorite hidden I mean, gem I restaurants? I mean, no, because it's like I just don't go out that much anymore. Uh. Um... It's oh, a really bad question for me. Um, Charlie Beinlux. Okay, yeah. Um, in Northbrook. Um, That's so Ronnie Kaplan's wife. Uh, it's one of her favorite burgers. Is that Charlie Beinlux? Yeah, mm. that's a great burger. Yeah. Isn't it? There, it's a great. It's a. It's just. I like supper clubs. I you love know, supper clubs. Love What's your supper favorite club? supper club? Well, I I don't really have a favorite supper club. I mean, there, are there really that many in Chicago? No, there aren't. No, they're in Wisconsin. But I there's one in Madison, like the what's that Thunder Room or something like I that. I think I read a book on. Uh, I went to Ishnala. Oh, Ishnala's at great. The end of Ishnala's summer. just fantastic. It's the best. The it's setting so is fa- It's incredible. just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting at that that's, Arrowhead Bar. Yeah, that's the quintessential location. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's it's very a great romantic. One. You drive Agreed. through the woods. Yeah. Um, but they're only open seasonally, May to yeah. October. Mm-hmm. But I read. I was there over the summer, and I picked up um, their. Uh, in the gift shop, they had like a book on supper clubs. Oh, you, I read really? the whole thing. Oh my god, you got to give it to me. Did you it's, it's, it? I, yeah, for sure. Did you I love. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. like you know, like the like the Northwoods of Wisconsin and going to like a supper a fish boil oh, or best. like yeah. a mm-hmm. you know like a supper club and having like white fish and mm-hmm. it's just fish there's nothing so like good. that. I yeah. mean, there it's you know, and you get your whiskey sour, but it's like a true old school whiskey sour, yeah. you know, or brandy sour, you know, yeah. they're, just, they're, yeah. they're so great. Yeah. I, yeah. I love that. Have you been to Alinea's 
St. Clair, is yeah, it called? I think that's what it's called. I haven't been there. Supper yet. Club. I went. The food is on point. But it doesn't really have that cozy. No. Um, doesn't have that cozy yeah. Northwoods. I mean, it's kind of hard to go to a supper club in the city. Yes, totally. It's the you antithesis know? of it. It's supposed yeah. to be in a rural setting. Yeah. It's supposed to be family owned. I mean, I love small towns. So, yeah. like, you know. Tim's trying to do gotcha journalism where he gets <laughs> us to say something negative. I know. I knew you were doing that. <laughs> and that's why I kept my mouth shut. I, um, I'll get you yet. <laughs> All right. Next question. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite fast food? Um, my favorite fast food. Well, I don't even know if this is fast food. Like, what's what do you consider fast food? Culver's is my favorite. Oh, um, I would say Popeyes. Popeyes, and what's yeah. your? There's been a there? lot of Popeyes, but I've never. Yeah. I've had their chicken sandwich, I guess, but I haven't had much other it's than that. Good. DeAndre Carter was Popeyes, I think, right? Yeah, I like Popeyes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's my preferred fast food fried chicken. I mean, is Ocheval fast food? Because I would say that. Small Cheval is. Small Cheval, right. Yeah. Is it fast food? I like I, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess it's close. Yeah, Huge said uh, Red Hot Ranch. Well, Red Hot Ranch is more fast oh, food than Cheval. Oh, um, Paradise Cheval. Pub. Oh, Paradise Pub is amazing. Yeah, it's great. Where's Paradise Pub? It's on River Road. Yeah. It's one of the it's best like char burgers you can oh, get. Unbelievable. Best milkshake. Yeah. Kalakahiki's. Yeah, yeah, pretty much near G- there. G- uh, Jeff. Uh, Gene, Gene and Jude's. And Jude's yeah. Ever since Jeff and Jude's, every Where's time I think. Gene and, and Jude's? Gene and Jude's They're is all right. confusing. Yeah, it's, very, it's right at like River and North. What is it? It's like an old school hot dog place. Is it good? So good. Yeah, it's like a block okay. from Halakahiki. Yeah. I like um, I like uh, Wiener Circle. Yeah. 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 That counts for sure. All right. What's your favorite munchie snack? Do you get the munchies? Only if I eat edibles. Okay. I do get munchies. It's kind of ironic when you eat it you want to eat isn't it funny <laughs> yeah. yeah um i so a couple i have a few okay. um one is the mixture of yeah, it's always a combination cheetos cheetos and then the hot cheetos together oh mix it up and okay. eat that. wow. that's like one of my favorite things but i haven't eaten it in a long time do you mix them and it's kind of a roulette situation no you like put it in a really big bowl and you mix it yeah. and you like don't look yeah yeah that's and you I'm just saying. eat them yeah. and the combination of the two is that's spectacular. actually very smart yeah, yeah spectacular but i one. also like um combos yeah what's that's your my combo that's flavor? my drive my drive the pizza food. combos or what no i like the um cheddar and pretzel mm. yep delicious delicious hmm. okay. but i love potato chips yeah, okay. I'm a he. I can't I'm have so all your munchie snacks are coming in a bag. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or salami. <laughs> salami. You got to get something savory in there. Yeah. Any chips or salami. Yeah, I love salami. Yeah. Salami's okay, a problem yeah. for me. I could crush so many chips. Yeah, I can crush chips. Ugh. Easy. Yeah. And sour cream and onion dip. Ugh. Oh, God. I had that last yeah. night at Daisy's. My God. Yeah. So good. You can't yeah. stop till it's gone. Yeah. All right. What's your favorite spirit? Um, Probably, I, well, it used to be whiskey, but it's not anymore because that gets me really fucked up. But I do, I love tequila, but I like Reposado. Okay, Reposado. Tequila. Okay. Yeah. My cousin Elise was the same way. Now she switched it up. I don't know. But I do Classic like Mezcal, Elise. too. Yeah, Mezcal is great. Mezcal. But I, I like Reposado. I okay. love that it's like darker. What's your favorite brand or a brand that you dig? Um, so, okay, I don't know exactly because I'm the worst at alcohol, like, yeah. like brands, but it's the one, like, it's the one, so it's, it's so hard for me to even tell you what it is. It's, it's a green label and it's very expensive and, but I, the best, but honestly. Is it green glass? No, the Banos or, or. Oh, Banez? Banez. Well, Banez is a, the, as a Mezcal. 
Right, and they have one that's in a green label. It's like a a, a really like nice... a nice mezcal. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, that's true. It's they very have like good. the different single varieties. But there also like... is a tequila that's aged in um, in in wine barrels. Okay. That's really good. It's, it comes in a small bottle. Yeah. It's really good. Um, I know what that is. It's expensive. I've had some really good. Yes. What is that called? I've had some delicious tequila. Like you can get really like you go to Mexico. Tequila's, I mean, obviously, it's yeah. stupid to even say that, but like, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what I'm drinking, but I know it's delicious. And, or, and I know you don't, do you have follow-up questions on that, Danny? No, I mean, I'm, so yeah, one of the reasons that we ask is uh, I create like a cocktail based on kind of what you're saying. Oh, well, I would, ha- I would have to, so you know, you know, Tony Selna, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's like my best friend. Yeah. So he will know the tequila that I like. Okay, cool. Because he gets I'll it text Tony and I'll be like, I'm trying to come up with a dealer's choice for Mindy. Yeah. Can you give me some hints? We played tennis with Tony at we Wanda Wiga. We sure did. Did you? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And I've golfed with Tony before too. Yeah. Tony's great. He's, he's great. Best. You should have him on the show. We should. He's great. Um, All right, Mindy, cool. what trivia category would you dominate? I would dominate um, probably rom-com. Okay, love <laughs> it. Any specific era or music? At, um, I would I would be really good at jazz. Okay, obviously because I grew up in jazz. Um, oldies but goodies would be a good okay. one for me. What? Who are your jazz favorites? Like Cannibal Adderley? Like what kind of stuff? Um, are we no, about? I I so um, for sure. I well, I like the singers. Okay. Um, because I like again, I like the American Songbook. So um, I mean, Ella's my hands down, absolute okay. favorite. Um, but I I love big band. So like like the Count Basie, but I like Latin jazz. So I mean, the, I I I like so much. All right, cool. Of jazz, but jazz I do is great. yeah. Um, I do love um. What's his name? And oh, Chet Baker. Okay. His voice. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a woman. Yeah. He's got a high voice, but yeah. Breaking yeah. news: Chet Baker's voice. Yeah. Fantastic. It did. You know, unfortunately, he died. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, um, I, I like you know George sharing piano. You know, I like. There's so much I like. Great. Um, I think I'm gonna. Is there? Another question. I had two more questions. I want to hear. No, no, well, no I ask question. Okay, I'm oh, dying to ask. Well, all right. I have something to ask. This you one's not as fun. What do you attribute your your success to? Um, Preternaturally gifted. No, it's. I told you, I'm slightly on the spectrum. Yeah. Socially inept. Yeah. You can't teach <laughs> you gotta it. Be socially you can't inept. teach it. Yeah, you can't teach it. <laughs> <laughs> you know. All right. And then the last question is: What is something that bars or restaurants do that annoy you? Oh, chef recommends. Yeah. I absolutely hate it <laughs> when a server comes up to you and tries to tell you how to dine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, have you ever been here before? No, but I've actually been out to eat and I have actually eaten before. So I, <laughs> I don't like chef recommends that you eat it standing sideways up and down or do you yeah. need to cut it and put it on this way? Or let me tell you about the water service we have. Yeah. yeah. How about just give me a fucking glass of water? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right. I don't like it when a server thinks they know more about food than you or that they're trying to school you. So they go into yeah. a dissertation about the food that they just put on the fucking table. Now, do you yeah. think that's that's personal to you because you are a chef or do no, you think I'm an they, asshole. they treat everybody? I just I just like nobody wants that. Yeah. I also Even have another one. I have another guy. one. I, Keep right. them I hate I small it. plates. Okay. Fuck you with your small <laughs> plates. Okay. How about I'm out to dinner with four people and we order a, 
one of the plates and it comes with three on it. Yeah. Well, what are you supposed to do? And by the way, the server should be upselling and saying that comes with three. Yeah, three. You yeah. Would you like me to bring you yeah, another one for an additional ask. charge? Yeah. Can we get a fourth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, and how do you know? It doesn't say. Yeah. I think that's an asshole move. Yeah. yeah. I think you're an asshole, and I think small plates. You're an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Um, Sorry, I have I'm a get well, it's on good. That one. No, no, it's good. I love that. Uh, I have a question that we did not cover, but what is the secret to a? I thought you were going to say how many how many line cooks did you sleep with in your career? <laughs> oh man, that was the next one. Yeah. Oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> Over under five. Yeah, I don't want to talk about all right, it. All right. Um, how, what's the secret to making way a more good... than that? By the way. <laughs> <laughs> what's the secret to making? For like the average person, like a just like a great chocolate chip cookie, something Ooh. like a basic baked good. But I guess everything too is instinctual. Well, so. I mean, a basic What's chocolate a mistake chip that cookie. People make when they're making. They don't put enough good. salt. That's true. in their cookie. Every cookie or just chocolate chip cookie. Every cookie, every anything that you bake has to have salt in it. Okay, I think everything. What you kind cook of salt? Needs, yeah, of course. Yeah, I use kosher salt or I use sea salt, like Murray River. I use like some of the milder. I'm Salt Diamond Crystal like, all the way. Do Diamond or die. Diamond Crystal, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Salt. It's not the easiest to find. They do have yeah. it at Dirks, though. They do. Oh, they do? Good <laughs> they to do. know. Yeah. Thank you for that plug. That's a good plug. Yeah, good plug. <laughs> He'll thank you. Yeah. He'll thank you. Yeah. Um, all right. So just not enough salt. Mm-hmm. That's it. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a pr- I mean, at least it's a memorable tip. I yeah. also hate fat cookies. Oh, yeah. Like a yeah. thick cookie? Yeah. Yeah, fat I'm cookies. with you there. Yeah. Like, like Carol's cookies. Those are like. like well, I'm not going to say Carol's. Yeah, Tim just I loves did. getting like, people. Jesus. He's a gotcha journalist over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll get you yet. Yeah. Tim's like, I mean, what do you mean like she's Carol's? She's a lovely lady. <laughs> uh, well, but you can't throw them against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they won't chatter. And that is the truth. Because unlike you with the orange, I have thrown Carol's cookies against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I did have throw a... the orange. No, huh? I, I threw it. No, and I threw oh, yeah, Carol's yeah, cookies yeah. against the wall. So like, yeah, like me, But I yeah. wasn't angry. Oh, oh, you just she was happy. I was like, Time of your this life. is this is a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Ninja star. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, this has been a blast. Yeah, thanks. Maybe. It was thanks fun. So much thanks for joining us. Thanks yeah. for thinking of me. No, yeah. this is great. Thank thanks you for, for being here. Thanks for taking me out of, um, out of hibernation. And that concludes our conversation with Mindy Siegel of Mindy's Bakery and Mindy's Edibles. Thanks for listening to Joiners, and be sure to subscribe and leave a review if you're so inclined. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram account, at JoinersPod, where you can see exclusive cocktails designed for each guest, as well as throwback photos on Thursdays. This episode was produced by Matt Haddock, and a special hello to the newest member of the Haddock family, Mateo Haddock. Ooh, hello, Mateo. Welcome to the family. He's going to be our intern next summer. (laughs) And this music done by Captain Cuts. We'll see you next week. Thank you.